Welcome to the UIAAA Connection Podcast. Hometown Ticketing is proud to be the exclusive sponsor of the UIAAA Connection Podcast and to provide schools nationwide with the best options for digital ticketing for their events. Visit their website at hometownticketing.com to learn how they can make digital ticketing possible and simple at your school. Thank you to Hometown Ticketing for their exclusive sponsorship of the UIAAA Connection Podcast. Welcome back to another edition of the UIAAA Connection. I'm your host, Mark Hutch Hunter. Today we have a special treat. It's the Student Scholar edition of the UIAAA Connection. Today we have as our guest the six UIAAA Student Scholars. The first one will be Carson Coltharp from Union High, followed by Abigail Doxey from Skyview, Kinsley Drake from Union High, Carson Hadley from North Sam Pete, Cody Hagen from Corner Canyon, and the final guest will be Sydney Knutson from Richfield. Our first guest on the podcast today is scholar athlete Carson Coltharp from Kiwina High School. Welcome to the podcast, Carson. Thanks for having me. Why don't you share with our audience where you went to elementary school, junior high, and maybe a story from your youth sports days. Yeah, so I grew up in Vernal, Utah, and I went to Naples Elementary School. And then after that, I had the opportunity to go to Vernal Middle School and then move on to UNA High School in Vernal. And I just always enjoyed playing youth sports and especially youth football, just getting up early on those Saturday mornings and going and playing with my friends. Excellent. What does it mean to you, Carson, to be a good teammate? Yeah, for me, being a good teammate is just being aware of everybody on your team. A lot of times in sports and high school sports in general, there's a lot of people on your team and it can be easy just to kind of stay with your kind of group of friends and not be aware of everybody that's on your team. But in my opinion, being a good teammate is being aware of everybody that's on your team and knowing each individual person. I mean, you have a follow-up since I know you play at UNA High School in Vernal. Is it tougher uh, since you're out in the basin? You're, I guess the closest school is uh, Union in Roosevelt, and that's probably 40 minutes away. Uh, a down a classification, but to play all of the schools in 4A and 5A, it's quite a bus ride. Does that ever get tiring, all the bus rides that you have to take? Um, it does get tiring, but really we just enjoy it out here, and we enjoy the opportunity that we have to play, and we make those bus rides a fun time. Excellent. Tell us who's the best coach you've ever had and why. Um. For me, I think it would just be my dad. He, um, he's kind of always coached me and helped me growing up in school. And, you know, just after every game, he's always been there for me. And he's always encouraged me and helped correct my techniques and stuff. And I think he's really who's pushed me to where I am today. So did he coach you in, uh, like, when you were in Little League football when you were younger? Yeah, he's coached me in football and basketball in Little League before. Oh, excellent. Let's ask you this. If you had two pieces of advice that you could share with an incoming freshman at UNA High School, and this advice would help them to be a success at the high school level, what would those two pieces of advice be? The first piece of advice I would give to somebody is not to skip any optional workouts. It can get easy just to come up with excuses that you're tired or you have too many other things to do. 
but I would always try to make those optional workouts a priority in my life. And that really leads to success in the season and later on in life. Um, the second piece of advice that I would give to somebody coming into the high school, though, is just to be nice to everybody. Um, there's plenty of opp opportunities in high school to kind of put people down and try and raise yourself above other people. But really, in the end, if we try and raise other people up instead of ourselves, we're the ones who are really blessed. Very good advice. Thank you for sharing that. Where do you see yourself, Carson, after you've graduated from college? Uh, I'd like to return back here to the basin, and I would love to be able to coach either at the Little League or the high school level again and try and give back to some kids like coaches have given back to me over the years. So you got a little bit of coaching in your blood then? Hopefully, I think so. Excellent. Let's finish with this question, Carson. What questions should I have asked you that I failed to ask you? Um, I just think I'd like to reiterate, like, um, how important it is to be nice, to, like, be nice and get to know every person on your team. That's something I really focused on in my um, later years of high school where I was in positions of leadership on my teams. I just tried to get to know every person on the team and know something about them and know your name which isn't an easy task if you're on teams that are big, like track and field or football and things like that. But that has really helped me gain a stronger connection with everybody on the team and throughout the whole school. So that's what I would just add. Very good. That's some very, very sage advice. Thank you for sharing that. That wraps it up for our first guest today. Once again, our guest has been Carson Coltharp from Uinta High School. Thanks for being on the podcast, Carson. Thanks for having me. Our second guest on today's podcast is Abigail Doxy from Skyview High School. Welcome to the podcast, Abigail. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Why don't you share with our listeners here in Utah and across the nation where you attended elementary and junior high? I attended elementary at Edith Bowen Laboratory School, and my junior high was split up into two schools. So I spent sixth through seventh at Cedar Ridge and eighth grade at North Cache. And where is Cedar Ridge? Cedar Ridge is in Hyde Park, Utah. Okay. So just different high school, stayed in the same community or stayed yeah. in the same house. And why don't you share some positive experiences from your younger days playing sports before you got to high school? Well, I think the earliest one I can think of was I was really little and I was just like playing. My mom played college volleyball and so she was teaching me how to play when I was younger and it was one of my favorite things just going out in the backyard and playing with her because it was like oh this cool thing that I get to do with my mom I think that's really where my love of athletics stemmed from is it was just such a personal thing then but, well share with us share with us what uh what sports you participated at with Skyview I uh, I play volleyball and I compete in track and so you probably just got home from track practice in time for this podcast, right? <laughs> I did. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Abigail, what does it mean to you to be a teammate? Well, I've had a lot of really amazing teammates to think about for what a teammate should be. And first and foremost, I think they should be supportive because teammates they have to work together it's why it's teams in that word 
but I think they just if they really care about what they're doing and they put their whole heart into it with still being being respectful to those they're playing with and their competitors that's a really amazing teammate that just contributes a lot to the sport that they're in share with our audience who the best coach you ever had was and tell us why I've had a lot of amazing coaches as well. My mom was one of my first coaches who helped me like have that first desire and passion for the sport. And I've also my high school coach, Sheila Sorensen is amazing. And she's so amazing because she creates an atmosphere of love and acceptance. And that's a big thing that I've noticed just in high school, high schoolers and really everyone is searching for is that acceptance and place of belonging. And I just knew that she always believed in me and she gave me opportunities to show why she believed me and to demonstrate the trust that she had, which really just pushes all of her athletes to be the best they can to because they love it. And she just creates such a good atmosphere with that. Thanks for sharing that. Let me let me follow up and ask you, what was it like being coached by your mom? It was fun. I <laughs> I think when I was younger, we had to have like this talk of like, hey, I am you gotta emotionally separate. I'm coach on the court and mom at home, <laughs> which uh really I think she was worried about that at first, just being a coach's kid and stuff, but it really became something awesome that I got to share with her and she got to help me support me in my athletics and push me she also knew when I needed a little kick in the butt on when to keep going forward with the hard things that I was doing it was a really awesome positive experience let me ask you this then if you had two musts that you've got to share with an incoming freshman just coming into high school and you're going to tell them that you've got to do these two things to ensure a successful high school career that would be academically and athletically. What would those two things be? Well, both in my high school team and at home, we've always stressed to know your why. Why are you doing what you're doing? Because if you don't know that when hard things come and you don't put part of yourself into it and it's personal it's not going to be a permanent thing if you don't know why you're doing it when the wind starts blowing and hard stuff happens you're just going to let it fall to the side and it's really easy to quit when you don't know why you're doing something that i think is the first thing that is essential in success in anything and for the second one i think knowing balance I heard a speech a couple years ago that helped me throughout my entire high school career um, of how when you work so hard towards something and you get this award or an achievement, you feel that amazing feeling for like 15 seconds. And so in the 16th second was all of that hard work and dedication that you put into something still worth it. And it just like pierced my heart when I heard that was all of this, you just, it really stresses how you need to have balance in your academic, in your social life, in your athletics, and being a good person. 
being a well-rounded person is going to help you in every aspect of your life rather than only focusing on social or only academic. It was just, I think, helped me survive high school. <laughs> Good advice. Thank you for sharing that. Let me follow up. What is your why? My why? I, for volleyball, my why is because I just, I, for one, love the people, but I love the way it feels to get lost in something that is so close to my heart, to feel just so strong in what I'm doing and to have that freedom. It's a little bit of an escape from reality. And because of that passion and I just love the way it feels to push myself so hard and overcome challenges and to have that success. And even if it's just a little success, like for example, if a ball goes crazy and I run as fast as I can and even just barely touch it, not even get it back in play, I touched it. I ran all the way over there and just that feeling and that connection that it gives me with so many people I wouldn't have been able to meet otherwise, it's just an amazing thing. Thanks for sharing. Let me finish up with a couple of questions. The first one being, where do you see yourself after you've graduated from college? Well, I do plan to serve an LDS mission, which will break my college up a little bit, but I'm, I'm excited for that. And I'm pursuing a medical degree in chiropractic. I think that would be an amazing way to give back to the community in something that is fascinates me. I think the human body is amazing. Thank you. Let's finish with this. Abigail, what questions should I have asked you that I failed to ask you? I think maybe how my family has affected me in like who I am and my pursuit of the things I've tried to achieve in high school. So how have they affected you? They've been such an amazing, strong support that they constantly there pushing me to be better, but accepting me as who I am. I think having that support is really amazing. And I know someone on my team who didn't have all of that support and it was really amazing sorry I get emotional about this um <laughs> that we got to kind of be her second family and I think having that um support at my home allowed me to be able to reach out to others that might not have that and that was a really big thing just for me to be able to be there for them and to know that they're going to be there for me too. Well, great comment from your heart. Thank you so much for sharing. That wraps it up for this guest, Abigail Doxy from Skyview High School. Thanks, Abigail, for being on the podcast. Thank you. Our third guest this evening is Kinsley Drake from Union High School. Kinsley, how are you this evening? I'm doing well, thank you. It's great to be with you. Thanks for being on the podcast. Let's have you begin by sharing with our audience here in Utah and across the nation, the schools that you attended before you got to Union High School. 
Okay, so I've always lived in the same place my whole life. So I attended Neola Elementary, and then I attended Roosevelt Junior High School for my sixth, seventh, and eighth grade years. And then in high school, I attended Union High School. Okay, perfect. Why don't you share some positive experiences from your youth days playing sports before you got to high school? Okay, so I have always loved sports. I've been hooked since I was little. I grew up um, watching my brothers play sports. They played a variety from soccer to basketball to running track. And um, before I could walk, I was just always engaged in those types of activities. So I've tried a variety of things, clear from clogging and ballet to basketball, volleyball, soccer, cross country, track, basically anything you can name it. Um, I think some of my fondest memories are, looking back are the days I got to play soccer. Soccer was my first love. I started at age about four or five. Um, my dad was able to be my coach for many years. We just have a small little league in our community um, called AYSO. And so I grew up playing soccer and I absolutely loved the sport. Um, I got to play with a lot of different friends and people that I really enjoyed. Um, one funny kind of experience that my mom reminded me of was when I was little, really little, I um, got to play soccer with one of my best friends and our moms would always do our hair up super cute in bows and have it braided really nice. And we always looked like the cute little girls um, going out to play soccer. But as soon as the whistle blew, we would tear it up on the field. And I think the boys didn't know what they had coming for them because we didn't lose a game that year, many of the years after that. And so it was pretty fun. Oh, that's great. Thank you for sharing that. Why don't you share with, uh, I know that I'm familiar with this, but our listening audience, what, what are the sports that you were able to letter in in high school and share with us? Because I know you're a multiple state champion. Okay, so I play basketball, volleyball, and I run track. Um, I lettered in all three of those sports from freshman year through senior year. I really love them and I've had some really great coaches throughout. Um, my volleyball experience in high school has been absolutely incredible. I've actually been able to, um, my team and I have been able to acquire the state title for three consecutive years from my sophomore year through my senior year. Um, and that was just, it, it's a feeling that's beyond anything else that you can get anywhere else just being able to play the sport that you love with the people that you love and to be able to see how your community comes together um, from that. And just over the years, we just built even more and more support from those around us. And I'd even have some elderly people in my neighborhood or um, that I knew and they would call me up on the phone, congratulating me or asking me about how I did in the past game and everything. And just being able to see how everyone was able to um, come together through our love of the sport and our love of each other. It was amazing. Um, I also been able to have, I didn't, my team didn't take state in track, but I was able to medal in all of my events, my freshman year and my junior year because of COVID my sophomore year, I actually wasn't able to sure. run track in my sophomore year. And I had a knee and shoulder injury that year too, which was crazy. So it was all a little bit messed up that sophomore year well let's follow up with that tell our audience what it means to you to be a teammate I think a teammate is 
caring more about your team than you do yourself. Of course, you, you have to be successful for your team to be successful, but by putting your own desires and wants aside for the success of your team, I feel like everybody just comes together better. Um, I think that I saw that the most with volleyball. Um, I think that my team was very skilled and we had great coaches that helped us to learn a lot. Um, but I think that what we had over other teams was that we wanted it and we wanted it for each other. We weren't selfish about our desires. We wanted it um, as the fa- like as a family. You know, we were there for each other and doing it for each other. And because we learned and accepted our roles, then we were able to be the most successful. Some people played the whole game, didn't even step off the court, and then other people didn't get to do anything. They didn't get to um, be on the court at all. But because we learned and accepted our roles, even if the role was just cheering, that we realized the importance of that and how it still made such a huge impact on the ultimate outcome. Well said, thank you so much for sharing. Tell us who's the best coach you ever had and why. Okay, so I think that the coach I probably learned the very most from was my high school head volleyball coach named Anna Miloto. I've had a lot of great coaches. I've learned a lot, um, but I think that she's just had a very profound impact on my life. Um, one major thing that I learned from her is that it's really okay to make mistakes. I have a very perfectionist type of personality and I hate messing up. And she's just taught me over the years that as long as I'm trying my best, that it's okay to mess up. But if I'm resilient and come back from it, then that's what truly matters. And that's what really defines an individual. Um, I just, I don't know. I've just learned a lot about the game of volleyball from her and just a lot of different things in general. And she's just been a really great person that's had a very positive impact on my life. Great answer. Thanks so much for sharing. Let's get to our last couple of questions. The first one is if you had two must, two things that an incoming freshman, an incoming freshman athlete must do in order to be successful in high school, what would those two things be? I think the first thing is just whatever you do, give it your all. Don't do a half done job. Um, If you commit to a team and you're on a team, don't just be there when you have to be there or give half effort because you're not pushing yourself and you're not pushing your teammates and that's not fair to waste other people's time. Um, If you've committed to something, then do it right the first time. Um, I think the second thing is don't be like, don't hold yourself back because you're worried about what other people's, what other people think and other people's opinions. There are a lot of times when I was younger that I was almost worried to say hi or to reach out to people because I didn't know if that would come off as weird or I don't know, just like, like not socially acceptable. But the more that I've been able to reach out to my teachers or even talk to janitors or smile at people in the hall, the more that I've done that, the more connections I've been able to make and the more people that I know and that um, would stick their necks out for me if I needed something from them. And I think that just building those connections and um, building those connections with people is really important and really helps you in the long run. So I just say, don't be 
shy to talk to people or to look for opportunities. Thank you. Where do you see yourself after you've graduated from college? From college? That's a big, I honestly, I'm not sure. I know that um, after high school, I want to go on um, an LDS mission and I plan on working before I'm able to go. And then I'm planning to attend SUU for college, but I don't know what I'm going to be studying yet. So that's, I feel like there's so many things ahead of me that I just not sure what my future holds yet. I'm looking at potentially long jumping in college. I really love long jumping in track and it's really fun. And I think that that would be something that I could be very successful at. So I could see myself potentially doing something with that, but there's just the whole world still ahead of me that I just am not positive where I'm going to be. All right. Let's finish with this question, Kinsley. Okay. What, what questions should I have asked you that I failed to ask you? Oh, goodness. Let me think about this. This is going to take a second. I don't think that this is really a question, but it's more of a statement that I would just like to share. You bet. I've grown up my whole life absolutely loving sports. Um, loving every, well, almost every minute of it, except subconditioning and stuff like that. <laughs> but sports have been a huge part of who I am. Um, but when I had my shoulder and knee injury sophomore year, I wasn't able to play sports. And it was really hard at first because I'm like, everything that I worked for, everything that I loved is being torn from me. Um, but because of that, I've been able to realize that there's that beyond sports, there really is a lot more to life and there's a lot more to individuals. And at the end of the day, if you win or lose, then like people still have a lot more substance than that to themselves. And that the connections that we build from sports go way beyond the wins or losses and the lessons that we learned are uh, much farther reaching. And so even though sports are incredible, I think that there's still a lot more out there for people. And if sports is the whole path that you, that someone chooses to take, I think that's great. But if that's not the path that someone takes, I think that that should still be respected and that there are a lot of other great things they're waiting for people that are beyond just sports. So that's all I have. Very well said. That wraps it up for this section of the podcast. Once again, our current guest has been Kinsley Drake from Union High School. Thanks for being on the podcast, Kinsley. Thank you so much. See you later. Our fourth guest on today's podcast is scholar-athlete Carson Hadley from North Sandbeat High School. Welcome to the podcast, Carson. Um, thank you. Thanks for having me. Why don't you share with our listeners where you went to elementary and junior high and maybe a short story from your sports experiences uh, before high school? All right. I, I went to elementary here in the town I live in, Mount Pleasant, Utah. Um, went to Mount Pleasant Elementary School, and then I went to North Sanpete Middle School over town over in Moroni. And then now I'm at high school, at obviously, at North Sanpete. And uh, all through elementary school, I played the sports that I now play in high school. Um, I played tennis and golf and then uh back then I also played um basketball and baseball but now um, obviously 
focus more on the tennis and the golf. What does it mean to you be to be a teammate? Um, I guess it just means to to support the other members of my team and really look out for their interests, their interests just as much as my own. Um, trying to to help them improve and be their best, not just um, focusing on myself. And while while you're helping them, I think you you learn um, a lot and help yourself um, by, by helping them. Let me, let me go off on a, a follow-up question. Is it tougher being a teammate when you're also the student body president or is it easier? Um, that's kind of a hard question because um, it, it kind of goes both ways, right? It's easier because I, it's obviously kind of my, my duty to get to know every student. And a lot of my teammates, um, I already knew previously, and it's easy to connect with them. And it's easy to connect, especially with underclassmen, because they I'm a familiar face to them. Uh, they've already seen me at assemblies, so they know me. But it also kind of creates a division with the teammates I've, I've known, right? I've been on the same team with these kids for four years, but then suddenly there's a little bit of a, a division there. It's not quite the same. So it's been... Uh, it's been a challenge sometimes to to overcome that and really help them and myself see that like uh, we can still support each other as teammates even though we have sometimes different different priorities and different duties. So let me ask you this question: What's it like having your mom as the athletic director? Oh, that that one, um, yeah, <laughs> it can be really nice sometimes um but it has challenges of its own it's nice because i i always know right that if i have any questions i can turn to her and i've never once had to do my register my athlete never even had to worry about it she's all over that but uh she there's a lot of things that go on uh in the school and in in even my sports that she can't tell me about or she's not allowed to share. And so that can be difficult. Um, but overall, it, it works out really well. Uh, she, she helps me and um, kind of know what's, what's going on with the, the team and with the other sports at our school. But then I also kind of give her a, a little bit of an, an inside uh, view on what's going on on the teams and at the practices. Some great insight. Thanks for sharing. Who's who's the best coach that you've ever had, and tell us why. Uh, the best coach I've ever had, I would say, is Bill Pollock. He is our my boys' golf coach. I've had him for three years, but he also coaches basketball and track at our school, and he's just he's just a coach. That's what he does. He uh, he's really dedicated to to his athletes, those he he's teaching, those he's working with, and he really mm -hmm. cares about helping each uh, individual improve. So he'll uh, at golf, he would watch us play, watch our our practices, and then our scores, and then he would go research and try to find ways that he could help us improve individually. 
Uh, very good. Thanks for sharing that. He sounds like a great coach. Carson, let me ask you if you had two pieces of advice for an incoming freshman at North San Pete High School, that they should follow these two pieces of advice in order to be a success at the school, what would those two pieces of advice be? Um, number one is to just try try everything, right? Try getting involved in in anything you're interested in, whether that's volleyball or drill team or football, and um, just run with it. Right. Maybe maybe it doesn't work out and you tried the next year, try a different sport. But it really being on a team really gives a purpose to to your education. For one, it gives you a reason to go to school and to want to make it a fun experience. But it also um, it helps. It helps create a sense of of being a part of something bigger than yourself right? A, connect, a connection to your school that you might not get otherwise. So one piece of advice would definitely be to get involved. And then uh, my, other, my other piece of advice would be um, to make your schoolwork a priority, especially if you are playing sports or if you're involved in other things. You need to stay on top of your, your schoolwork or else that's not able, uh, you're not able to do those things. If you are always so busy with your sports that you start falling behind in your classes, uh, that kind of defeats the purpose of going to school in the first place. So while it's good to be involved, you need to make sure that your academics are also a priority in your life. Where do you see yourself, <clears throat> excuse me, where do you see yourself after you've graduated from college? After college, um, I see myself working uh probably at a business or maybe even at a school i love working with people so it could be hr or just some other you know human resources job where i'm working with people managing that type of stuff and yeah i could see myself honestly coming back to a school maybe even north Pete, and uh just yeah carrying on with that like uh kind of like my mom and my brothers do Maybe even coaching a little bit, huh? Maybe. Okay. I don't think I have it quite like <laughs> quite like my my mom does. I'm not quite as skilled that way. But well, Carson, what question should I have asked you that I failed to ask you? Um, I would say that a question that uh, you should have asked me is is what kind of lessons have I learned through my my sports right what, well then share share what kind of lessons you have learned through sports i guess i've learned to uh to really learn how to to work with others on on teams right maybe you don't always get along but um to work with other people who might not have the same interests or the same abilities but find a, a some common ground where we can really connect um especially through athletics and, and develop like friendships and bonds that could last your whole lifetime. People I never thought I would even like being around become my best friends through, through sports and athletics. That wraps it up for this section, this segment of today's podcast. Once again, this segment's guest has been Carson Hadley from North Sanpete High School. Thanks for being on the podcast, Carson.
yeah, once again, just thanks for having me. Our fifth guest on today's podcast is Cody Hagen from Corner Canyon High School. Cody, thanks for being with us today. Of course. Thanks for having me. Let's have you begin by telling our listeners where you went to elementary school, junior high, and maybe a story from your youth sports days before you got to high school. Yeah, so I went to Lone Peak Elementary School and then Draper Park Middle School right by Cornican High School. So, and then a story from um, Little League and stuff. I just, I remember uh, going to elementary school and we would always play like sharks and minnows, like football style out on <laughs> the grass. The teachers never liked it, but that's kind of what started, I guess, my like, passion for football, so. Excellent. Let me ask you a question that was not on the list. Tell us what it feels like to be a six-time state champion, because there's not very many athletes that can say that. Um, it feels good. I mean, it was a lot. It wasn't just me, right? All the sports or football and track are both team sports. So um, it was a good team effort. And I just know that without the coaches and teammates, I wouldn't have gotten it. So good team effort, you know. Speaking of team effort, what does it mean to you to be a good teammate? Um, to be a good teammate, I feel like a big thing, a big part of it is off the field. Obviously, on the field, you want to be unselfish and being able to help your teammates out. Um, but off the field, you want to be a good friend to them. And I feel like that's that's a big part of building a good team, a good teammate. Excellent answer. Now, let, let me deviate for a minute because uh, I know that you uh, are friends with my grandson, Noah. Where, where does, I know you have a nickname, Baby Deer. Why don't you share with the audience where that came from? <laughs> um, yeah, so my like eighth grade coming into freshman year and then kind of the first half of freshman year, um, I, was, I was just known as Cody before that. But then um, I, Coach Carrick uh, started to see me run and he was like, you know what? He looks like a deer, like running, like his legs kind of kick out. And then Noah, Care, and Coach Care, and then everyone else started calling me Deer, and then it turned into Baby Deer because I was a freshman. So, and then it kind of graduated to Deer as I moved on in high school. It kind of stuck with me. So, it was a good time. I like it. Speaking of coaches, share with our audience here in Utah and across the nation who's the best coach you ever had, and tell us why. Um, I'd say Coach Care. He's our high school football coach, and. Um, why obviously he's been such a great mentor to me and taught me hard hard work since uh, I was a freshman you know getting in the weight room and um, doing extra runs and extra workouts just to uh, try and become the best so definitely coach care well let me ask you this <clears throat> I'm familiar with your career you played four years of varsity football and lost two games in four years I mean how that just doesn't happen. How, how does that feel to be on, on four teams like that? It feels good, but at the same time, it's like all you can remember are those, those two losses. So, But, no, it, it was good. It was a great team uh, effort, and it was obviously just fun to be part of it and go along with it. All right, Cody. So if you had two pieces of advice for an incoming freshman that they would absolutely have to follow in order for them to be a success as a student athlete in high school, what two pieces of advice would that be? Um, I'd say first, obviously, in the sport they're participating in, they want to make sure they put in the extra hours and um, just try and become the best, make sure they're 
not slacking off in any certain ways, you know. And then second piece of advice, I'd probably say, um, I mean, you're called student athlete, you know, you're student first. You want to make sure your schoolwork and all the grades are good because if you don't have good grades, you're not going to be able to play. So I'd say good grades and just keep working hard. Let me go off script for a moment and ask you how it feels to be the fastest person in 6A. <laughs> feels good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I assume you're still uh, going to anchor the four by one again this year after you, you won it last year. So, yep. Try and get it again. So, all right, Cody, let's finish with a couple of questions. The first one being, where do you see yourself after you've graduated from college? Yeah. Um, after BYU, I want to be in the NFL. So that's where I see myself. NFL is a single man. Or do you think sooner or later you may start a family? Mm, I didn't really think about that part. Hopefully, hopefully I'll have a wife by then. Well, I'm sure Sean and Marcy would they, are they, <laughs> they may, at that stage, they might not so care so much about you, but I think they're going to be wanting some grandkids. So yeah, they'll probably knows. be wanting some. <laughs> All right. Well, Cody, let's finish up with this question. What question should I have asked you that I failed to ask you? That's a hard question. I don't know. I think you asked me all the right questions. <laughs> Thank you. You did a good job. I can't think of any questions. It's a good one. All right. Well, we'll leave it at that. Once again, our guest on this portion of the podcast has been Cody Hagan from Corner Canyon. Thanks for being on the podcast, Cody. Thanks for having me. Our last guest on today's podcast is Sydney Knutson from Richfield High School. Welcome to the podcast, Sydney. Thank you. Why don't you begin by sharing with our listeners where you went to elementary school, junior high, and maybe one or two experiences from your youth days of playing sports. Uh, so I went to elementary school at Loa Elementary in Wayne County. And then I moved to Richfield and I went to Red Hills Middle School for uh, sixth through eighth grade. And then I went to Richfield High School. So um, some positive experience from sports of my youth. Uh, I've always been super competitive and te traveling teams and rec sports were kind of the first time I've really got to compete. And so I'd always just get super excited about games. And I loved traveling around Southern Utah for various sports and tournament for various games and tournaments. And I just loved getting to play with so many new people. I got to play with my sisters and cousins and lots of my friends. And I was able to make so many new friends that I wouldn't have without sports. So, yeah. Thanks for sharing. Why don't you tell us what it means to you to be a teammate? So being a teammate in my head is just having each other's backs. Um, during basketball practice, when we do defense drills, like one person would be on the ball and we always learn to communicate as, and one thing we would say is, I've got your back, I've got your back. And I think that comment, that concept is kind of, there for just being a teammate in general is I've got your back like I trust you to do your job but I'll be there if you make a mistake and that thing like being the first person to go help them when they fall down or when they make a mistake and I think that concept can be um, applied outside of sports as well 
just like being being excited for them when they do something good on and off the court and being there for them for throughout all the decisions they make just having them know that you're there for them so yeah tell us who's the best coach you ever had and why through um throughout uh high school probably the best coaches i've ever had were my high school basketball coaches the whole coaching staff is amazing but specifically um the head coach mark peterson and uh he just knew the game of basketball so well and he was passionate about it and he taught it that way and so we we understood the game of basketball thanks to him and he'd always bring that competitive nature and he was able to instill that passion for the game into me and into many of the other girls he coached and not only that but he genuinely cared about us as people not just as players and it really showed like he treated us like family and he'd support us in our other sports and he'd always make he'd always ask us like how we're doing and stuff and with those two things I think he was able to create an environment in the gym that was so competitive and successful but so fun that we wanted to come back and we were excited for practice rather than dreading it and that's probably one of the things I'm going to miss the most is that atmosphere so yeah he was just he was just awesome <laughs> well sounds like a great coach thank you for sharing that if you had two pieces of advice for an incoming freshman just going to high school, uh, pieces of advice that they would have to follow in order to be a success while they were in high school, what would those two pieces of advice be? Um, I think one of them is to be coachable or just willing to learn. I know for me, um, there were several times when my coaches would tell me to do something or make a certain change. And I'd be like, what the heck, why are you making me do this? Like it's dumb, but looking back, like it's all those little things that helped me to be so successful. And so being coachable. And then another one is just work hard. Like in my opinion, the difference between a great athlete and an amazing athlete or like a good athlete and an amazing athlete is just the work they put in and the time they put in just like the effort because through hard work is how, how you improve really. So I don't want to have them look back on their high school career, wishing they would have put more effort into it. Great advice. Where do you see yourself after you've graduated from college? Um, so my goal right now is to, um, go to school, to be in the sports medicine field. I'm not exactly sure what career yet, but I'm hoping that after college, I'll be able to have a career in the sports medicine field and to still be involved with community sports and stuff. And also just yeah, just married, starting a family in a career that I love. So, yeah. Perfect. 
Let's finish with this, Sydney. What questions should I have asked you that I failed to ask you? I honestly don't know. <laughs> I thought those were pretty good questions. Okay, well, that's, that's not a problem. Just wanted to see if there's anything else you wanted to share at the end of the podcast. Yep, that sounds good to me. I don't, don't really have anything else. All right, that wraps it up for this edition of the UIAAA Connection. Once again, our last guest on the podcast has been Sydney Knutson from Richfield High School. Thanks for being on the podcast, Sydney. Yep, thank you. For our listeners, we hope you tune in again next week for another edition of the UIAAA Connection. Thank you.